0: Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Emma. If you love the Dead Prank podcast, you can help support its future using the ACAST supporter feature. Now, it's up to you how
1: much you give and there is no regular commitment. So if you can and you want to, please do hit the link in the show description to support now. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
0: You're listening to the Dead Parent Club Podcast, a podcast designed to open up the conversation surrounding grief and to ensure young grievers feel less alone. I'm Catherine Hooker and I speak with young adults from all over the world whose lives have been impacted from losing a parent at a young age. The good, the bad, and the banter. Hi, everybody. I hope you're all doing really well and you've enjoyed the first month of twenty twenty I literally cannot believe that the first month of the year has gone already. It's been a good one, I think Home's been really good um my boyfriend actually moved in with me last weekend, which is a huge step. If any of you heard these podcasts kind of last year, I was like, I can't imagine like being with somebody and like, loving them, blah blah blah, um, well that's happened, <laughs> and yeah, so he, he's living with me now, um, if you're wondering why my voice sounds so good, it's because I was bought a fantastic new podcast mic for Christmas, which is making its kind of official debut for this episode, um, and I'm absolutely loving it, so shout out to you Chris, I know you listen to this, so thank you. Um This week's episode, it is just me, I'll tell you why shortly. Um, But I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone that kind of regularly responds to kind of my Instagram and Facebook stories and posts and stuff like that and you show so much support. I literally love this community so much Um, and especially a big thank you to those of you that kind of responded and voted on my recent kind of rebrand logos and stuff that I've been kind of trying to design. Um, I think it's time that the podcast had kind of a whole new rebrand. We've come so far um compared to where we were when we first started and this has just turned out to be so much bigger than we kind of thought it ever would be so yeah thank you for those of you that gave your feedback um you've actually made it so much harder for me to make a decision so I'm kind of having to go back to the drawing board a little bit with that one um one of my best friends is boyfriends is actually kind of doing some designs for me and stuff as well which I'm super grateful for so I'm sure I'll have more for you guys to vote on um coming up um, but I think one of the most important things to know when it comes to like the whole and stuff is that this podcast was put together to provide like a relaxed and, you know, hopefully a bit of a funny atmosphere where we can talk about our losses like friends. Um, And I really hope that comes across in all these episodes because I kind of don't want it to be too intense, too serious. Obviously, it's a really serious topic and people's kind of, emotional well-being and their stories are so important but I also want it to to be a space that you know people enjoy listening to it and it doesn't bring back too much darkness for them. Um so yeah, huge thank you. There's going to be big things coming up in the first half of this year so I'm very excited. Um so yeah, just talking about social media and my Instagram and stuff. Um a few weeks ago I put a call out on my Instagram stories and asked what you guys wanted to hear more about on the podcast. And one of the biggest topics I had back was on friends, kind of around the theme of what to expect from friends or what to do if they've let you down. And I think the first thing that's really important to know is that we've all had like super different experiences Um, and all of our friends act differently too. Like You know, we're all individual people and we have different friendship groups and as well, death and grief is a really hard topic. And Even though we're kind of all doing our best to normalise it, people still find it incredibly difficult to approach, which is, you know, completely understandable. And for that reason, I think a lot of our friends tend to fall through the gaps as well once we lose a loved one. And whether it be because they don't know what to say anymore, or they don't recognise the long-term difficulties when you're grieving believe it or not, even after the funeral, God forbid, Um, and kind of, maybe the whole topic could just be a bit too difficult for them, because they've been through something similar themselves, or sometimes it can actually be because we've unintentionally shut ourselves off from our friends entirely, and then one day turn around and wonder why no one's making an effort. Don't know about you guys, but I am putting my hand up here because I am guilty. So, considering I kind of consider myself to be a wise grief owl, I've decided to do a whole episode on this. Now, it's obviously going to be a lot shorter than my normal episodes. When I'm with a guest, they're usually kind of around an hour, so this will probably be a lot shorter. Um, And I'm by myself today because I have got a long list of people who I'm going to be recording with. But unfortunately, over Christmas, obviously, I took some time off, so I'm quite behind on things. And obviously, I didn't want to leave it too long without doing a podcast. So I thought, what a great opportunity to talk about the things that I asked you guys, what you wanted to talk about. So I hope you don't mind just listening to my voice droning on for the next sort of 25 minutes or so. I don't even know if it will be that long. um, But yeah, I kind of hope that you enjoy it. So basically, when I was kind of thinking about this, I kind of thought, what's the easiest way that I can do this? And I thought, I'll kind of put different friends into different groups. So like the different kind of friends that we have and that you'll probably have come across um, if you have lost a parent or parents. Now, there's definitely 100% a lot more than the four that I'm about to speak about now, but consider this just like a taster. I'm sure a lot of you will be able to resonate with it as well, or at least I expect you to. Um, but yeah, I decided to write down four of the different types of friends that I have come across on my own individual grief journey. So I hope you're ready. Number one, the pretend it never happened friends. They're your best friend and they care about you a lot and like they supported you before the death of your parent, kind of if you had, if they had a long-term illness and you kind of knew it was coming, Um, they supported you during the midst of it and afterwards, usually kind of up until the funeral and that's when we see a lot of people drop off the radar, right? I'm sure a lot of you can resonate with this, is that you have all of these people around you there's so many of them all the time and then suddenly the kind of the funeral of the day happens and everyone thinks right that's my duty done now that that's done um but they kind of they don't do this they don't disappear but they just don't know what to say anymore so they kind of find that it's easy to pretend that it never happened so you'll find that they will never bring up your mom or your dad ever again and that's just kind of your normal friendship now. And don't get me wrong, sometimes that is great because I know that sometimes we're kind of not in the mood to sit and dwell on your DPC membership. Um and you don't want to sit and talk about how your parent died and you don't want to be reminded of all the time. And I think that's kind of especially the case maybe in the months straight after, especially if it was quite traumatic for you, um, and you just don't feel like opening up to everybody around you but other times it can be pretty sucky, especially when you're in a bad mood, and it is because you miss them, but you kind of feel awkward bringing it up, or you get upset over something that somebody said around you, and it's not because, you know, you're not crying your eyes out, but I think a lot of you will know that sometimes you just start crying because something reminds you of them, or somebody's talking about a story, or they're talking about a future event that you won't get to talk about, and I do it all the time, and like my cousins are talking about getting married and their mum's helping them find a wedding dress and that makes me cry because I'm upset and it doesn't mean I'm not happy for them and it doesn't mean I don't want to talk about it it's just a difficult subject um so yeah we've kind of all got friends like that that you'll find you just won't talk about the kind of nitty-gritty with them anymore and you won't talk about your parents and that sucks but it doesn't mean that they're a bad friend I think everyone just handles things very differently and we can't expect everybody else to kind of understand what we want. Um, the second group of friends <laughs> I wrote down was the, I'll always be here for you, you're the strongest person I know, and you never hear from them again, friends. We've all got a friend, or friends, or even no longer friends, like these. Similarly like to, like I said before, literally like, before, drawing after, up until the funeral, you're literally surrounded by people, and I find people even come out of the woodwork that you haven't even spoken to for ages, and they're like, you know, you can like always count on me, I'm going to be here for you, like, we should totally meet up, and like, they're kind of giving you all of this advice, or kind of saying that you can rely on them, and use them as a shoulder to cry on, and that they'll be there for you, Um they're all kind of hugs, kisses, long meaningful chats beforehand and a few weeks afterwards but then poof, you literally never hear from them again and like don't get me wrong, we are not angels in this at all, like DPC members can be utterly shy at replying to people, I know for a fact I am and I'm at a stage now, you kind of you know four years down the line where I literally can't use that as, as an excuse anymore really, like I'm just, I'm just useless but I think it definitely stemmed from that um, I kind of you kind of get wrapped up in yourself and especially in the months straight afterwards you've just got other stuff on your mind and you're trying to keep your sanity together more than anything whilst literally your whole world is crumbling around you but still I think it's important that if you really care about somebody and you want to keep them close then reach out to them first it doesn't matter if it's been months or even years rekindling friendships is really important like if you wake up one day and you realize that you really miss them then I think just like get your shit together even just for a few minutes and drop them a text because you never know like they might have been struggling too and they might miss you too but they might also think that it's too late to reach out and drop you a message and I think it's important to remember that there are some people that are shy but don't forget about the ones that literally have just fallen off the radar so we've kind of spoken about the two types of friends that perhaps aren't the best Um, they haven't done anything terrible to you it's just that after you lose a loved one things just change and friendships change and unfortunately that's kind of just a fact of life. Um, but there are also those friendship groups and those friends that are literally amazing and I really hope that those of you that are listening to this have a few of those friends that you can rely on as well. I literally think like they're the most important people in the world. Um, so my third group of friends are the you can always rely on me. You're one of the most important people in the world even if you don't text me back for hours, weeks or months friends. Firstly can I just say that these friends rock like you know the kind where it always feels normal when you can't show up no matter how long it's been and somehow they just get it like they don't expect responses when they message yet they always reach out and they always remember your parents birthday or their death anniversary and they just kind of always have something positive to say that can really lift you up out of a a bad and negative space um and it's kind of I know I'm going to repeat what I said before where we can be useless at replying to people. I'm guilty of it. I know a lot of other people that are guilty of it. Um, but these friends are so important because they know that you're not doing it on purpose and they know that you you're not intentionally kind of isolating yourself. And sometimes you just need somebody to reach out and give you a kick up the bum and just like spark that conversation again and bring that friendship to life again. And I know that I've got a few friends out there from kind of university especially where I won't talk to them for months on end but when I see them it's literally like the warmth just comes back to me because they were there for me through such a terrible terrible time and even though we don't catch up every day and we can't be with each other every day it doesn't mean that that friendship's not there we've just got kind of like a mutual agreement with each other where even though we don't talk the you know we're still there for each other for the important stuff and I think they're the kind of people that have seen you go through something so awful that you're super important to them as well and they'll also turn to you for comfort if anything similar happens to them and they're also end up being your biggest cheerleaders I know that these kind of friends like with this podcast they literally share it all the time and they're always telling people about it and they're always super proud of you so yeah I you know these kind of friends don't lose them like just kind of make an effort and keep them close to you Um, the fourth group of friends is the oh my god remember when your insert parent's name here did this friends so these friends are the best there is literally nothing that us grievers love more than being reminded that our parents lived not you know that they've died but they were alive and like and people remember them and that their lives are still important, and they're still the same person that you remember, and they're still our mum or our dad. Um, I think I can speak for a lot of people here when I say that we keep a lot of our thoughts inside our heads. Um, we smile kind of inwards at ourselves when we recall fond memories, and sometimes we cry at the thought of never having them again. I mean, that doesn't mean that we don't want to talk about them I find that sometimes people can be like oh my god I'm so sorry for bringing it up you're crying but it's because somebody's reminded us that they were actually alive and it's kind of like that Winnie the Pooh phrase where it's like how lucky was I to have somebody that I loved so much that I miss them so much um but yeah there is nothing that I love more than my friends who knew my mum and them bringing her up or even friends that didn't know her asking questions about her um like if something's brought up in conversation like in a and it's a story that you that reminds you of your parent and it resonates then tell it like don't just keep it to yourself and don't worry about the people around you just take the risk that at least one person in that circle of friends will speak up and either continue the conversation you know like normal or they might even ask you more which i think is so special especially if it's somebody that you don't know very well um they might actually be quite inquisitive or they might actually recognise that spark in you that you want to talk about it. Um, So I think take risk to remember that they are still very much valid. And they're still very, very important. And more than anything, just speak about them. So I don't know whether you guys have kind of had experiences with any of these people. Um, I did get a few messages from people talking about friends that kind of promised the earth before they lost their loved one saying that they're gonna help cook the meals or they're always gonna spend time with them and then suddenly they dropped off the radar so you know the you never hear from them again friends um I know a few people that have said kind of friends of friends whose parent have died and they've messaged me and they've said I don't know whether to bring it up and to talk about it with them and I kind of say to them like don't don't be the pretend it never happened friends like don't be that person I think we want people to acknowledge our pain and not even to acknowledge our pain but just to acknowledge that what we're going through is difficult and that we do sometimes just need someone to talk to about it um and I also just really really hope that you've also got those friends that are always there for you no matter what no matter how long it's been Um, and you've always got those friends that speak about your parent, and if you've, like, relocated to a place where nobody there knows your friends, then try and call family members, and stay close to family members, I know for me, I got really close to my extended family after my mum died, because we speak about my mum, and that is, like, the most important thing to me, and I've got a few friends that I've been close with since I was a teenager and they've got some really funny stories about my mum or when we kind of like tried to hide things from my mum and just kind of everyday stories that really make me laugh. I find that as I'm getting older I'm losing more and more of my memories and that's absolutely terrifying so when somebody around me talks about her and they remember her I'm like oh my god thank god that I can also rely on other people to speak about her and to help me remember certain things about her that I might otherwise forget and yeah that that is really scary and that's why I think we have to keep these people close to us so some things to remember from me I think this is really important um it's just to remember that our friends aren't superheroes they can't read our minds and sometimes we do just have to spill it out and it doesn't even have to, to just be your close friends it can be people that you work with as well so if you want them to ask you questions about your parent or to stop avoiding the topic then tell them so you know if whenever something gets brought up about a parent everyone kind of freezes and they change the topic really quickly or if you kind of want to talk about your parent but nobody ever asks you anything about what they did or kind of who they were as a person then just tell them that you're comfortable speaking about it and that you want to speak about it. But likewise, like if you don't want them to talk about it, then tell them that to you. I think there's nothing worse than being in a situation where you've brought something up to somebody and straight away they've sh- shut it down and you can tell that it's just not the right time. I know that we're all very different and some of us may not actually want to talk about it, especially people that they're not massively close to so I think the best thing to do is just to be honest to avoid any any awkward situations like that and just if they do bring it up just say oh you know I'm really sorry but I'm not really in a place to speak about that right now like please like not bring it up to me and then that's done then like you don't have to think about it again um but it's also the same you know if you want to say you know I would love it if you wouldn't avoid talking about my mum to me or you wouldn't change the subject whenever I brought it up because I'm bringing up because I want to talk about them Um, The second thing is to not rely on your friends to always be the ones making contact, like remember that they're human, it can be super easy to get wrapped up in your own thoughts and your own life and think, oh like I'll just wait for them to text or to call me, but what if they've got something going on in their own lives too, like you don't know that maybe one of their parents is sick or maybe they're having a really bad time at work and they're a little bit like they're, well they're trying to look after themselves first too so like don't risk losing an amazing friend because you kind of like don't have the time to pick up the phone especially if they're one of the like oh my god remember when your the parent's name <laughs> did this friends they're really special and so are the ones that are literally always there for you so I personally learned the hard way to not let important friends slip through the net Purely because I was too focused on myself and um, luckily it was one of those friends that I knew it was never too late to kind of reach out again and they're super super important to me so I end become kind of more aware now of making an effort with people that I really want to keep close Um, but again if a friend has been really rubbish and really hasn't made an effort and you found yourself feeling frustrated and let down by their behavior then just put them in the bin like we've been through enough to have to think about pleasing other people around us as well and I think putting yourself first is the most important thing. Um, And I think one of the best pieces of advice that I can give to you is to keep your circle small. Surround yourself with the friends that will say they'll always be there and they are and keep the people close to you that have fond memories about your mum or your dad and they'll never leave you wondering if they even existed. I know that I found my tribe, and I hope that as the months go on, if it's more recent for you, that you will as well. Um, Mine are dotted around the country, if not actually the whole entire globe. But they are the people that I can rely on no matter what, and I can tell jokes about my dead mum, like we all know that I love a dead mum joke, which is pretty weird. (laughs) Um, I can cry about her, and they won't get uncomfortable. I can pick up the phone and ask for like an emergency cup of tea, or simply ring them for a chat when I'm feeling lonely. Friends. I find become more like family after someone you love dies and I truly believe that the love you felt for your parent feels displaced after they die and for me myself I literally felt this massive hole and I think over time we naturally start to give that love to the people around us to fill that empty space that we feel like I literally have so much love for my friends it's ridiculous and for my extended family I like to think that I've kind of placed that love that I can't physically give it to my mum now, and kind of dispersed it around to those that like I want to keep closest to me. So, yeah, I really hope that this will resonate with a few of you that are listening. I know that friend talk is a pretty common amongst us grievers who have found it difficult to navigate friendship after losing a parent. That there is so much to kind of go through that even the normal everyday things like keeping up friendships suddenly become like mammoth tasks. I think even if you have to write a note in your diary saying call this person at this time to have a catch-up then do it I think give yourself reminders and kind of make yourself accountable to reach out to people as well don't just expect people to reach out to you because we've all got a lot going on and even though it can be frustrating feeling like everybody around you is moving on um, we want to kind of keep moving on with life with them whilst taking time to reflect on our loved one as well. And you know it's really easy for me to say this four years down the line, it's not easy, it is really hard, but I have come to realise that my friends are incredibly, incredibly important in my life and they are like family so if I can help you guys keep your circles safe and comfortable and keep you surrounded by amazing people then hopefully that helps um so just to let you know i have scheduled a few podcast interviews in with some great people over the next few weeks so don't worry the next episode you hear won't just be me blabbing down your ear um but if you do want me to talk about anything in particular and if you've enjoyed this then please let me know um and again if you want to get involved then just drop me a message on instagram or on facebook we're at at dpc podcast on instagram and we're at the dead parent club on facebook um can be pretty useless though. So if I've said that I will get back to you and I haven't yet, then just please badger me, because it's not intentional. And um, sometimes I just read messages and then I get a few down the line and then I can't find them again. So yeah, don't hesitate. Kind of triple texting me—that's absolutely fine. Um, I have got my calendar scheduled up now up until the end of March. So hopefully we can catch up. And if you want to tell your story but you're not comfortable recording a podcast, then please reach out like we could organise a guest blog of some sort, we can tell your story in a safe space as well. So finally, kind of, I hope you've enjoyed this, I know it's been a very short snappy one, hopefully it's been a bit more ideal for your commutes, <laughs> a little less lengthy, Um, but thank you so much to everyone that listens to this when each episode comes out. I'll be the first to admit that it is really hard work and I'll never pretend that it isn't, but to hear from people that it's making an impact on their lives makes it all so worth it and I'm still glad that you found something that comforts you in this podcast, like, it literally fills me with joy in a really weird way, but yeah, I hope that makes sense. Thank you, everybody, keep yourself safe, keep your circles close, and give all of those friends that are close to you, and appreciate you a huge, massive hug, and do something nice for them in return, if you can, I think it will honestly mean the world. Thank you, everybody, speak soon.